Sometimes you choose courage, and at other times it's forced upon you. Courage Unraveled is a podcast series where you get to listen to insights, discussions, conversations, and stories from people from all walks of life. You'll be served with dollops of courage, resilience, and strength here. So come along and be educated and inspired. You just may find new ways to flex your own courage muscle. My name is Sana Turnock, and I'm your host. Hello, Courage Unraveled friend. Welcome to the final episode of Courage Unraveled, the podcast series. That's right, it's the final one. I've thought long and hard about this and know now is the time to start doing other courage-related projects. There is a good library of podcast episodes for you to listen to and keep going back to, to reflect on courage in your own life or business and how you would like to grow your courage muscle and build a courage mindset. I have a day job as a business advisor, so my time to do other things is limited. It won't be the end of Courage Unraveled interviews or sharing stories, though. It'll just happen in other formats. I just won't be offering up a series. Now that there is a Courage Unraveled podcast library of 30 episodes, I'll have time to do keynote speaking engagements, some group work, and more one-to-ones, which I'm really looking forward to doing. I wanted to put together this final episode as a way to celebrate all the amazing stories of courage, grit, resilience, and strength told by the wonderful people who dedicated their time to do so. In some cases, people used Courage Unraveled as the first platform to ever tell their story. I was and am really honoured that Courage Unraveled was selected to be that platform. At the time of this recording, Courage Unraveled has been listened to in 26 countries across 263 cities. That gives me a real buzz. I find it very, very exciting. And checking out the stats, I want to share with you the top five downloads of all time. And this, of course, is at the time of this recording. Starting at number five, this was Series 3, Episode 15, Standing Tall in Resilience. Thank you so much, everyone, because that was my episode. Yep, you got to find out a little bit about me and what's happened to my life and you know things have changed thankfully but you got a little bit of insight into my earlier life number four series one episode one finding courage and business success after loss so this was debbie halliburton debbie is the owner of the good egg cafe in bustleton western australia and she tells the amazing story of the loss of her husband brad building up her business and creating the good egg at number three series two episode seven Adoption, Identity and Resilience with Lisa Smith. This is a great story. Lisa shared, I believe, for the first time, if memory serves me correctly. Lisa has Jamaican heritage. She shares her story of living in England as a child, finding her parents and then moving out to Australia to start again as a single parent. It really, really resonated with people. Number two, series two, episode eight, Life Without Children with Chloe Bajent. Now, Chloe found out at a young age that her partner was not able to bear children, so they had to make a decision as to what they wanted to do. But it was clear that they'd made their decision pretty early and they were okay with not having children. And so that is what this story is about and how Chloe pivoted and has pivoted in a beautiful, creative way. Drum roll. Okay, number one is Series 3, Episode 13, Walking in Two Worlds with Yana Cedar, which is absolutely fantastic. Now, Yana Cedar has represented Australia at the United Nations. 
She's been on numerous boards and is a, is a director of IPS Management Consultants in Western Australia. She's an Indigenous woman originally from the northwest of Western Australia, and her story resonated with a lot of people, and I imagine too that she's very popular. So well-deserved for taking out the number one spot, Yana. I also wanted to compile my own top five because I wanted to share with you just some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that went on with some of the guests. Now, I wasn't able to rank them because I just found it a little bit too tricky. So these are my top five in no particular order. Maury Morgan, Series 3, Episode 14, Serendipity and the Serial Entrepreneur. Now, with Maury, we didn't do a face-to-face. He was living in China and getting ready to come back to Australia but he was very generous with his time. We had a lot of problems with tech on this particular day. And instead of taking about, I don't know, 45 minutes to to chat, I think it took about two and a half hours or something like that, just because we weren't able to get the tech to work properly. But he was very patient and very generous. But not only that, I just loved what he shared. I loved his generosity of spirit, his opening up about the various businesses that he'd been involved in dealing with the financial crisis and losing his his staff and what that meant to him personally. He also talks about a death of a very close friend and the comedy school that he started in Melbourne. So I found him to be a real delight, and thank you, Maury, if you ever get a chance to listen to this. Number two, Carly Israel, Series 4, Episode 19. Carly was part of my author series, and her episode title is North Star Shining Bright. What I love about Carly is just how open she was. You could tell that she was someone who has done a lot of work on herself. She was just incredibly generous. She's gone through so much in her early life as well as being married again and having kids of which one has a a life-threatening situation. So there is constant challenge in Carly's life, but she just holds it with, with grace. I just really, really loved connecting with Carly. Lisa Smith, she's in my top five as well for Series 2, Episode 7, Adoption, Identity and Resilience. I just really loved connecting with the story that she shared. I just loved listening to her voice, actually. And I remember her in her, I think it was her leopard fluffy. (laughs) She was sitting there very relaxed. It was nighttime when we were doing this interview. And I just loved that she was able to do that. It was a beautiful story as well, and and I love the fact that it also has a, a, a positive ending that is still continuing, if that makes sense. Greg and Sarah Brown, which was Series 1, Episode 4, and their conversation was anorexia nervosa and talking about the family's experience with their daughter going through that. It's been many years since Molly's diagnosis, and she is doing well, which is fantastic. I wanted to share this with you because if anyone is going through anything like this, it's really important to get a family's perspective, I think, rather than just a clinical perspective. And these guys went through a lot, but it was just the way they handled themselves, certainly in this interview, because what you don't know was that with Greg and Sarah, they decided to go ahead with this interview, even though their house was at risk of being burnt down. It was in 2020, I think it was January 2020, just before COVID-19 struck. In Australia, we had massive fires just kind of burning through the country and their house was in one of those areas. Thankfully, they didn't lose their home. 
And finally, Libby Finlayson, Series 5, Episode 25. Libby speaks about her divorce. She comes from a, a rural background, so she is part of the Rural Heroine series. And what I really loved about listening to Libby was her clarity and the work ethic that really shone through with everything that she did. She grew up on, on stations, had a governess to take care of her. She was alone a lot of the time. I found her story to be really fascinating and also how amazing it is that we now have a daughter's friendship in common. So that's really beautiful. So that were my top five, but I also wanted to provide some special podcast mentions for particular reasons. Firstly, Peter Goodwin, Series 5. She is the activist who created an unplanned movement. What stood out for me with Peter was how life can take on new meaning and a different direction despite retiring. And this movement is really the beginning of a new phase in her life. And what I was thinking about was what a gift it has been or it will be to be able to share and pass on to her grandkids. You know, peaceful activism, standing up for what you believe in and advocating for what doesn't have a voice. I mean, in this case, it's obviously trees and, you know, the environment, but it could also be animals. Yana Cedar, Walking in Two Worlds. What I love about Yana was that she really wasn't sure about doing this, but she was wanting to test herself and walk through her discomfort and feel her discomfort and open up her vulnerability and, and share her story for the first time. Yana is a super achiever and she's usually a solitary person, but she really stepped up into her courage for the podcast episode and look what happened. It's number one. Then there's Tanya Princey. So that was Series 2, Episode 12. And Tanya tells this really amazing story. It's actually a very powerful story. Who chose to open up, I believe, for the first time to share what she'd been through. She's been through three marriages. She's been a carer for a schizophrenic husband. She's gone through so much heartache. She's got seven kids. And she has still come through with a real fighting spirit. That story is really worth listening to. I'd also like to mention Karen Crutchlow in Series 1, Episode 5. And... Her topic was about really defying terminal illness by living well. Karen is someone who's been diagnosed with metastatic cancer, stage four, but she continues to defy being in stage four by living well, giving of herself in community. She was one of the first people I was able to interview in person. I love her strength. I love her warmth. She hasn't been able to go for that massive ride that she spoke about in an interview from Bustleton in Western Australia to Sydney, New South Wales, pretty much thanks to COVID. But she's still keeping active in community, hosting events for cancer and mental health. And finally, I can't not mention the very first episode with Deb Halliburton, Finding Courage and Business Success After Loss. This is a special episode to me because Deb agreed to be part of the program and I had the launch of Courage Unraveled at her venue, The Good Egg Cafe, and a number of guests from Series 1 and Series 2 were able to attend that night, and that was a great night of warmth and kindness and celebration. As far as the interview goes, we originally did it face-to-face, and it was actually rather emotional for Deb at some point, but would you believe I actually couldn't use that first episode because the sound was terrible. I Still to this day, I don't know why. There was no reason for it to be that way. We wondered whether her husband, Brad, had anything to do with it, who is in the next life, by the way, if you haven't listened to that episode. The next time we did it, the one that you 
can listen to, found Deb tucked away in her walk-in robe, and you'll be glad to know that the Good Egg Cafe is still pulsing. It's thriving, actually, and that Deb is currently building Hallie's, which is a bar and sister companion to the Good Egg. So she's going great guns as a business entrepreneur. I've learned something from each and every guest on Courage Unraveled without question. I might be stating the obvious here, but there is power in voice and story, and it starts with one voice, your voice. Before signing off, I want to say this. May voice and story always have a place in our world. May we always be free in democratic societies to be able to have the freedom to use our voice, to share our stories, our discontent, our beliefs, without harming others and without being harmed ourselves. Sometimes you do have to remember timing. There are non-violent ways to use our voice and share story through voice. An activist and Nana Peter Goodwin is a great example of this. Not only did she share her story of Nana's for Native Forests, but she and the movement created a song to solidify their peaceful message. And just before I finally wrap up, I want to say a very big thank you to Jamie Woods from Woods Media Lab in Melbourne for his excellent sound engineering work and his advice throughout each series. He took a fledgling like me and gave me wings. Then there is Julie Rick from Web and Print Hub in Western Australia for getting my website together, dealing with changes, and for her patience. Finally to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, wherever you are in the world and whatever city you are residing in right now. Without you, there wouldn't be a Courage Unraveled podcast. If you have a favourite episode, please let me know via a Google review or send me an email via the website. To be on the mailing list, please sign up via courageunraveled.com. You can also get information through the social media platforms. I'm on Instagram under Courage Unraveled and Joyful Living with Sana Turnock on Facebook. To work with me, please visit courageunraveled.com. Stay courageous, my friend. I'm Sana Turnock, your Courage Unraveled host.